When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to the Statman Day Football Podcast. This is episode 62. On today's episode, we're going to be talking the news as we always do. Then we're going to move on to transfers. This is Tuesday, so we'll do transfer Tuesdays. And we'll finish off talking a little bit of um, Athletic Madrid versus Real Madrid. The Champions League tie on Wednesday evening. Anyway, first up, let's do the news. So reports coming out of Germany uh, in Dortmund. Apparently Thomas Tuchel has fallen out with the chief scout, the CEO, the manager... And the club president. Interesting news following uh, the podcast yesterday, where um, we did talk a little bit about the falling out. Apparently, this now has been, you know, it's now knowledge. Um, and Thomas Tuchel may be leaving Dortmund in the summer. You know, that would be a cracking um, acquisition from Arsenal. A hundred percent of, you know, it'd be absolutely incredible to get someone like Thomas Tuchel to step in for Wenger now. Maybe Wenger moving to a director of football and Thomas Tuchel managing that first team. Uh, the falling out is apparently because of, uh, you know, transfer signings not being able to. Um, you know, fully be in control of those. Obviously, Dortmund operate a different sort of model where it is the first team trainer, as they do call it, the head coach. Um, and then the, the club usually make the signings, you know, the chief scout supported by the CEO, the director of football that are making the signings for the future of Borussia Dortmund. And to be quite honest, they're doing very, very well. But maybe this is Thomas Tuchel, who is a little bit of a, a controlling manager in terms of his style of football. He likes to, you know, have the players doing certain things, certain tactical instructions in certain different environments. So, Maybe that controlling attitude is, you know, doesn't feel so comfortable with uh, people ahead of him making the big decisions. Going over to Switzerland, apparently Lucien Favre has turned down a approach from Borussia Dortmund to maybe replace Thomas Tuchel. Lucien Favre, what a fantastic manager. One of the most underrated managers in world football. His pressing systems, his possession, um, you know, the passing from back to front, short passing is absolutely fantastic. You think of the players that he's developed, Marco Royce, um, Max Kruse, Dante, amongst everyone else. They're a fantastic job at Gladbach, taking them from a relegation uh, candidate up, and, up to the Champions League. Similar to what Nagelsmann's doing at Hoffenheim with not much resource and uh, not much, uh, you know, money to to spend and so forth but Lucien Favre may be back in the Bundesliga moving on to some Middlesbrough news of course they were relegated yesterday and uh, one of their players Rudy Gostet has now got a really bad record uh, the last three clubs he's joined have all been relegated that's Cardiff uh, Aston Villa and of course Middlesbrough in other news Mamadou Sakho has been nom- nominated for the Crystal Palace player of the season despite playing only eight games to be fair though in those eight games they've won six of them and only- losing to Spurs and Southampton but on the on the way to the six wins beating Chelsea beating of course uh, their relegation rivals uh, Middlesbrough 
West Brom, who's sitting in mid-table, and of course Watford and Arsenal. So very interesting thing, and obviously his, uh, you know, his tackles, ability to win aerial duels, has been fantastic since moving there. And it's Neil uh, Klomov is forcing out for personal reasons or personality reasons, should I say? It's an interesting one. Maybe you should have kept him uh, this season, especially because he hadn't signed a replacement. Over to Manchester, where there's been a little bit of information leaking out. That's Zlatan Ibrahimovic's wages and Paul Pogba's wages. Zlatan being on a whopping £367,000 per week and Paul Pogba on £165,000 per week. A little less than we expect, but that is topped up by goal bonus, making Pogba taking around £220,000 per week, which is still a lot of money. Other things that were leaked, apparently Mina Raiola um, earned £41 million in Pogba's move back to Manchester United, which is absolutely incredible. And finally, let's finish off with Robert uh, Kovac, the co-coach of Eintracht Frankfurt, apparently chased down an attacker. Apparently someone tried to attack a pensioner on the streets of Frankfurt. Uh, Kovac saw this, chased him down the feet, caught the thief and gave him a good hiding. Good work there from the Croatian Former Croatian centre-half, you know, really helping out the law. Similar to, I remember a story of Bonucci, apparently. Um, a similar thing happening to him, Serena's wife and him, or his fiance with a kid, were getting, were getting uh, mugged, apparently. Bonucci just put a, you know, gave a little fist to the, um, the assailant right in the chops. Good work from Bonucci. But anyway, guys, that's the news today. Over and out. It's time to talk transfers. Well, first up, it's the big one. It's the massive one. And that is Gareth Bale to Manchester United. With uh, Dario Gola reportedly um, saying that he's going to be joining Manchester United this summer after Florentino Perez is reportedly frustrated with a 27-year-old's fitness. This would make massive sense for Mourinho's side and would really give them that elite forward that they want. You know, he's been, we've been linked with Manchester United, been linked with the likes of Anton Griezmann, who would be perfect for um, Mourinho's number 10. But Gareth Bale, what a player he is. And really carrying Real Madrid at the start of the season in an attacking sense, but has been out injured. Two big injuries this season, one ruling about the middle part of the season and then the latest ruling about the end of the season. So I can understand the potential frustration. You've got Asensio coming through, who looks like the, the real, you know, a real quality youngster. So maybe it does make sense for Real Madrid, for Zinedine Zidane, with them being heavily linked with Eden Hazard. Maybe Manchester United will pick up Gareth Bale. Where Gareth Bale could fit into Mourinho's Manchester United, pretty much it'd be any of the attacking four positions. Could play as a striker, arguably. Um, could play on the left-hand side, right-hand side, or of course as a number 10, like he did for uh, AVB Tottenham before he left uh, for Real Madrid. Had his best goal-scoring season in the Premier League. It was really good that season at just picking up the ball at number 10 and just exploding, either you know injecting pace into the game or just cracking shots from 30 yards. A game against uh, West Ham, I do remember, where he just turned it on his head. Spurs were 2-1 down. They came back to win uh, 3-2 and it was just Gareth Bale running the show. I think he scored both of the goals, one of them a cracker from 30 yards. And it really adds to United's attack who have struggled to score goals this season, especially from midfield. Or you could play him on the left-hand side and you get the old-school Gareth Bale. The Gareth Bale of the Harry Redknapp Tottenham Hotspur that played wide, that took his full-back on, that played as a winger, that could be assisting um, you know, the likes of Anthony Martial, Marcus Rashford, but would be an absolutely brilliant acquisition for Manchester United. Of course, on the right-hand side, cutting onto that stronger um, left foot, uh, playing as sort of a Mourinho inside forward. So would be a brilliant asset for United, but whether the deal will go through, still a little bit of... Um, obviously, I don't really believe it. I don't think that Gareth Bale would leave Real Madrid. Real Madrid are in a perfect position right now, and if they can get him fit... He will be um, you know, carrying Real Madrid in a creative sense in the years to come with Ronaldo potentially moving to a striker. They need a guy that can drive from midfield. So it would be fantastic for Manchester United to be a perfect signing, bringing Gareth Bale back to the Premier League um, to Old Trafford. But does it make sense for me? Probably not. In other big, big news, um, the 
Sunday Telegraph are linking Alexis Sanchez with a move to Bayern Munich for £55 million, which would make sense for Arsenal if they aren't going to sign Sanchez on this new deal. You know, reportedly has only got 12 months left on his contract in the summer. So to Bayern Munich could be quite good for Arsenal, get a, get a large chunk of money, £55 million to you know make some signings, maybe get rid of um, Arsene Wenger and bring, bring in a new manager, give him that 55 mil plus whatever he can get to try and rebuild the side. Sanchez has been a frustrated figure towards the end of the season, you know, exploding at this false nine position, being directly involved in 27 goals in just 24 games, but, um, you know, has been pushed out to that left hand side after his little strop. Where he'd fit in for Bayern Munich under Carlo Ancelotti, you could see him playing either of the wide positions with Robin and Ribery not getting any younger. Maybe an elite forward there with Douglas Costa reported to leave. Kind of makes sense there. Where I'd love to see him play sort of as a second striker off Lewandowski, maybe a midfield of um, Vidal playing with Thiago uh, and then Sanchez off Lewandowski. That'd be absolutely beautiful. And they could sort of interchange positions um, at, at freedom. You know, Lewandowski dropping a little bit deeper than Sanchez. Sanchez being dropper than Lewandowski. You know, combining. I think Sanchez would suit that. Would suit playing with a, a forward of the quality of Lewandowski as well. If Sanchez wanted to drift wide from that central area to cross the ball, he got a perfect target in there for Lewandowski. So that, in fact, makes a lot of sense for me if Arsenal don't want to sell within the league go to Bayern Munich, sell them to Bayern Munich and then maybe get Costa in return. That could be a good acquisition for Arsenal, a bit of pace on the wing, a bit of trickery to replace, obviously, Sanchez's ability to beat a man. But this season has been fantastic. Been Arsenal's top scorer, top assister, top chance creator and, of course, top dribbler. But anyway, moving on to the other big news that's coming out today. The Independent reporting this afternoon that Liverpool are on the verge of signing Michael Keane for £25 million. Michael Keane obviously coming through the United Academy, Louis van Gaal selling him to Burnley and him really taking off at Burnley, really playing well in um, Sean Dyche's system that is geared to defend. They do play a sort of low 4-4-2, they do force their opponents to cross to get into these wide positions and that's where Michael Keane has really started to dominate. He's won more aerial duels than any other Premier League centre-half this season, that's 136 aerial duels with a win win rate of 64%, which would help Liverpool out. They are looking for a dominant centre-back at the back in terms of clearances as well. um, He's ranked fourth in the Premier League behind Steve Cook, Ben Mee and of course Ashley Williams. In terms of block shots, no player's made more blocks on shots this season than Michael Keane, so he's got his raw defensive stats. The only question that I have on this signing for Liverpool is they probably need a ball-playing centre-half over a sort of a natural defender. I don't think that's their problem. I think their problem is, is again, beating these low blocks. Michael Keane's pass accuracy in the Premier League this season, 72%. Is that what you want for a player um, for Liverpool, building out of the back? For me, absolutely not. Liverpool need a more composed centre-half. I think Michael Keane's a top, top player and, and will become a really good Premier League centre-back, uh, but a, more of a, a centre-back, not a ball-playing centre-back in a way. So maybe Liverpool need to adjust their sights. Van Dijk would be the guy that they need to get. Yes, it's going to cost a lot of money, but if they want to take themselves to that next level, they've got to spend £55 million on Van Dijk. He's, it'll be worth it for them. Absolutely worth it. It will instantly improve that defence. But Michael Keane wouldn't be a bad option. Obviously, been heavily linked with Manchester United. Would suit Mourinho's side. You know, they are a defensive side that do sit a bit deeper, allow the opposition to have some of the ball um, to cross. You know, we've seen what Phil Jones can do in his system. We've seen what uh, Rojo can do. Two players that you don't really class as defensively that that's solid and make mistakes, but they have looked very, very good in Mourinho's system. So Michael Keane would be a good signing for Manchester United, but I don't think he's the right fit for Liverpool. Obviously, coming through the United Academy, maybe a United fan as well, joining Liverpool would be, you know, joining their arch rivals, which would be quite interesting to see their reaction at Old Trafford if Michael Keane did turn up in a Liverpool shirt. But for me, not the correct signing for Liverpool. A good signing, but not the guy they exactly want to get. 
Moving on to Mbappe news. Of course, Mbappe, what a talent. You know, five goals in the Champions League knockout stages this season. Only Cristiano Ronaldo has scored more. Unbelievable. 18 years old. Apparently, Arsenal willing to pay £85 million for the Monaco striker. That was reported by the Mail on Sunday. The incentive as well from Arsenal is they will be giving him first-team football. With Olivier Giroud looking like he's off back off to France, to Marseille, to uh, link up with Dimitri Payet. That's going to be a disgraceful pairing next season. Payet and Olivier Giroud is just a match made in heaven. Olivier Giroud um, was one of the reasons why Ozil got so many assists that season. He nearly broke on record. 13 of his assists, I think, went to Olivier Giroud. And that relationship with Dimitri Payet, a similar player, a player that likes to cross, that likes to um, have a high volume of crosses, to hit a target man, that's going to be perfect. But his replacement, Kylian Mbappe, wow. Now, that would be a hell of a replacement. That would show Arsenal's intent to be you know, pushing to be competitive again in, in the Premier League, especially. And it could be a good move for him. You know, development of Arsene Wenger's developed a lot of really good forwards. You think of you know, Thierry Henry, obviously the best example player, very likened to uh, Kylian Mbappe, but also players like RVP. He really got to that next level, Arsene Wenger. So it could be quite a good thing in his development, but I'd argue that Monaco under Yardim is the best place for him. So that system is geared to create chances for strikers. And with Falcao, he's got the perfect guy to be his sort of, you know, his mentor. So for me, Kylian Mbappe should definitely stay at Monaco for at least a season, maybe even two seasons. Why leave now? 18 years old. Why not stay tier 21? Get that game time. Get that um, development with the correct manager, with the correct players around him. Stay there. Just stay there. Other news as well. They keep reporting that Mbappe doesn't want to join Manchester United because of how Mourinho's team plays. Fair enough. You know, he wants to play for an attacking team. Mourinho geared to playing on the counter-attack. So maybe it makes more sense for Mbappe to play for more a more attacking base side. In a final little bit of Arsenal news, um, Arsenal have been heavily, heavily linked with recruiting Borussia Dortmund's uh, Michael Zork to be their director of football. Zork has done some cracking business um, with Borussia Dortmund. If we just go through the list of transfers, there's some absolutely awesome signings. First up, um, Alexander Isaac, the 17-year-old, signed in the summer for €9 million. Euros, uh, sorry, in January for €9 million. Euros, a very promising forward, uh, moving to Ousmane Dembele, bought from Rons for £15 million. What a signing that is. What a talent he has been this season. 11 assists and a number of goals for Borussia Dortmund this season. Was good against Hoffenheim. Um, in a tactical sense, argued that it could have been better forced out wide, but did very well on, on dealing with Rudy. But what we've seen him going forward, so explosive, so pacey, so good at being his man 1v1. His ability to accelerate and decelerate is up there with Lionel Messi. Moving to other signings, Emre Moore signed for Nordjylland for €10 million. Euros. Uh, Mikel Moreno brought from Osasuna for €4 million. Euros. Rafael Guerrero signed for Lorient for €12 million. Euros. One of the best, potentially the best left wing backs in world football. Julian Weigl, uh, the heir to Tony Cruz's throne for the German national team, signed from 1860 Munich for €2.5 million. Euros. Christian Pulisic signed from Pennsylvania Classics on a free transfer, I do believe. Matthias Ginter from Freiburg, €10 million. Ika Gundogan from Nuremberg for 5.5. Lewandowski from Poznan for €4.5 million. Euros. Kagawa signed on a free from Japan in 2010. Mats Hummels coming from Borussia Dortmund for 4 million then selling him back for 35 Subotic for 4.5 million euros Blachikovsky for 3 million euros absolutely incredible business from Zorg imagine Zorg at Arsenal imagine him there picking up the same sort of talented players with a fantastic scouting network that Arsenal do have paired with someone like Julian Nagelsmann that is going to take Arsenal to their next level Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Moving on to Manchester City news, they've been heavily, heavily linked on Sunday with signing uh, Alexandro from Juventus for £50 million. We've spoke many times at the whole the. Uh, they do have Manchester City at both fullback positions. Sandro, I'd argue, that is in that band below Marcelo. Marcelo is the best left back, maybe the best wing back in world football right now. I'd say that Sandro, uh, David Alaba, probably that little, um, you know, the next sort of level below. That not quite Marcelo, but they are very, very good players. Sandro's both good going forward, both going, you know, defensively understands different positions, tactically is massively Im- improved under Allegri. Now, it was a fantastic talent coming from Porto, but has really improved his offensive game and his defensive game in a tactical sense. When he needs to push forward, when he needs to sit back, and has been the best defender or the best left back in Syria this season would be a fantastic acquisition for Manchester City. In other Manchester City news, apparently Man United boss Jose Mourinho has put a £55 million bid in to sign Sergio Aguero, which was completely shut up on Monday where the Daily Mail reported that he's not interested in the Cross City switch. I wonder why. What a load of rubbish. A certain paper, I'm not going to say the name, a dirty, dirty paper, um, did say on Sunday. In final Manchester City news, Yaya Torre apparently is going to be offered a new deal of just £100,000 per week. Losing one hundred and thirty from his £230,000 a week current salary. Could be an interesting move from Guardiola. He's used Yaya Torre as a single pivot in the last few uh, sort of weeks of the season. He's done quite well. Uh, but should Yaya Torre move on? Probably. This City side needs to evolve with William Carvalho heavily, heavily linked to City. The summer move does make a lot of sense. Moving to uh, Chelsea news, uh, Conte has told his owners to prioritise bringing Lukaku to the club, of course, with um, the rumours surrounding Diego Costa moving to China. Lukaku would be the perfect guy to come in there. Premier League experience, top scorer in the Premier League this season, has been at Chelsea before, would make a lot of sense. Moving on to some more Chelsea news, apparently Barcelona want to get Alan Antonio Conte to replace Luis Enrique in the summer. That would be a really interesting uh, change for Conte, you know, going from Chelsea, uh, sort of defensively orientated system to Barcelona that do like to attack and do like to play. Although Conte's system does kind of make sense for Barcelona, I feel that the next manager that comes into Barca needs to play a three at the back system to move this side on, needs to focus on that. You think of what Conte's done at Chelsea, the 3-4-3, how that work at Barca, obviously to Stegen in goal, Umtiti left centre-back, Piquet through the middle, Mascarano at right centre-back. 
Then the midfield four, I'd argue that signing Aspilicueta would be perfect for Barcelona if Conte was there. Instead of him being a centre-back, maybe pushing him a bit further on and playing him as a sort of right wing-back. Rakitic and Busquets here is central midfield. Uh, Alaba playing as that left wing-back and then the, the front three makes complete sense. Neymar, Suarez, Messi. I'd love to see um, Conte as Barca manager. I mean, that intensity that he brings would be fantastic at the new camp. It'd be a different Barca, a more counter-attacking base Barcelona, but it's still a very, very fun Barca to watch. Maybe the, you know, the likes of Messi and Neymar um, could combine a little bit narrow as well, like Pedro and uh, William do for Chelsea. So it's quite an interesting one. In final, a little bit of Chelsea news. They've been linked to uh, a £20 million move to sign uh, Domenico Barabi from Sassuolo. A player that's been injured for most of the season, but has done pretty well in the you know he's from his injury. Uh, he's now played 18 games in Serie A this season. Uh, been directly involved in 10 goals. That's four goals and six assists. A, ta- a very very talented forward um, that usually plays on the right wing, cutting into that strong left foot. Was very impressed in the last under 21 European Championships with Berardi um, in terms of his ability on the ball. A very very talented player. That t- that team had Belotti as well, and those two were the standout players for me. Um, in the Italian side. Moving on to some final transfer news, and that is Tottenham, who apparently are looking to re-sign former players Jermaine Defoe and Michael Carrick to add some more experience to their squad, which is quite interesting. Could be quite interesting to see um, how Pochettino does move this side on. He does need these signings, but I would argue that signing youthful players might not be the correct way to go. I mentioned before how their first eleven is so good, is so good because their young players are getting game time. Maybe that experience could add a lot. But I'd argue Michael Carrick is a little bit past it playing for a high-pressing, intense side like Tottenham. Jermaine Defoe, though, could be a good option. To finish things off, let's talk about Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. An absolute corker of a game we've got. Real Madrid, three goals up from the first leg. A Cristiano Ronaldo, absolute masterclass. Although Zinedine Zidane deserves a lot of credit. Tony Cruz playing um, sort of deeper than Marcelo really opened up. Atletico Madrid's press and they just couldn't deal with Madrid's diamond in that first half. Isco at the tip who completed 100% of his passes in that first half dominating the ball but it was all old Cruz it was Casemiro's positioning ahead of both um, Modric and Tony Cruz to really unlock this uh, Atletico team and to be quite honest I think this tie is completely dead and buried what we've seen from Atletico this season when they've tried to attack teams when they've tried to chase games is a very poor Atletico they need to in this game set back up in that 4-4-2 Thomas Partey at right fullback it was interesting to see uh, Lucas Hernandez at fullback, a centre back by trade, but I'd argue that Party's better in this system. Felipe Luis, Party high up the pitch, a narrow, um, you know, three players or four players, however, Simeone wants to play it, but he's got to keep it tight in that first sort of 15 minutes. If they can grab that first goal, get a bit of momentum, then start to go. But if he starts with this 4 4 2, we've seen in times this season, we saw at the end of the game against Real, where he did concede a goal in that shape. Real Madrid is going to pick them up on the counter. It's like Ronaldo is so hungry right now. The pace of Asensio, Vasquez off the bench has been so crucial for Real Madrid this season. When they drop back to their sort of, um, you know, the four-five-one, it looks so so strong and solid. And with Asensio's pace, Vasquez's pace, and their sort of freshness as well, coming off the bench, just creating for Ronaldo. It's going to be absolutely perfect. Obviously, Carvajal out injured for. Real Madrid will Nacho go over to right fullback like he did? Probably. I don't think uh, Zidane really trusts Danilo in a defensive sense, so that's what I'd probably expect out there. But it's going to be Real Madrid. Real Madrid going through um, in the Champions League final. I can't see anything more with that. But anyway, guys, thanks for uh, stopping by on the Statman Dave football podcast today. I've been Statman Dave. Make sure you go over to iTunes and write a little review. Make me laugh. Five stars, obviously, but put a bit of banter in there. No racism. Of course, no sexism, nothing like that. Just solid like, why did the chicken cross the road? Write something like that, 100%. Anyway, guys, that's been that for today. Over and out. See you later.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.